Hello, Govs Nation. You're listening to the PCAST, sponsored by the Flats Off Madison Apartments. No expense was spared in the recent multi-million dollar renovation to provide the Flats Off Madison residents with premium finishes and the latest technological amenities. The Flats Off Madison offer beautiful one- and two-bedroom apartments in a smoke-free community. Stop by today or call a leasing agent at 931-538-3257 to make the Flats Off Madison your new home. I'm Casey Krieger, and I'm joined by Michael Austin Tre- P. Football Center, Michael Treadwell, that is two-time Two-time conference champion at Austin P. Michael Treadwell. Michael, how are you doing today? We're doing an emergency podcast. Yep. How are you feeling? I'm feeling great. I'm just obviously still flushing out the win, still excited about that. We're, we're, a day, we're a day out from yesterday's win against Central Arkansas, recording this Sunday. We just left the FCS selection show. Yes, sir. Had to do a little emergency podcast. Yep. And for people that don't know, you did the PCAST. You were the first ever guest I had after Colby left. And you told me ever since then you want to do it again. You want to be back on the PCAST. And I think it was sometime last year I said, well, go win a conference championship and make the playoffs, yep. and we'll get you back on the PCAST. Well, last year you won a conference championship. It got left out of the playoffs this year. This year we took care of that, yep. and now you're back on the pod. Yes, sir. How are you feeling about that? I'm feeling great. I just – I see all these, like, other podcasts, like the Pat McAfee show and yeah. obviously the uh, New Heights with the Kelsey brothers, and I'm just – I'm fascinated by it. I love it. <laughs> You must be a big Kelsey brother. I mean, O-line guy, so you're yeah. a big Kel- Jason Kelsey guy? Huge Jason Kelsey guy. Who's loved, the, the better-looking Kelsey brother? Well, I mean, you heard uh, Jason Kelsey was supposed to be the sexiest man alive. He's offensive lineman moving up in the world. Listen, it, it, Travis Kelsey's almost an offensive lineman, too, playing tight. Yeah. And he's dating Taylor Swift, so yeah. it's a good year for the, for the offensive line. So let's talk about how we got here with this season. 0-2 start. Yep. Not what you want. But Scotty Walden says it almost after every game. I thank SIU every day for beating us like they did. Talk about that start and how it's got you guys. I mean, it, it sparked everything after, I think. Yeah. Well, I think it's like it's every year you have a new football team. And, I, you know, at that point in time, we were still f- figuring ourselves out, obviously. And we talk all the time about getting in our rhythm, I think, ever since the – Southern Illinois and Tennessee game, we fell into our rhythm and we just kept rolling from there. I think, too, you say we're in the rhythm. I think sometimes you watch this offense and you think there's still more it can do. Mm-hmm. I don't think this offense has hit its, hit its full speed yet. No, sir. Can you're the one You see it every day in practice. Uh, after that historic nine-game winning streak, what's it like to be a part of that? It's huge, obviously. You know, we always – we talk about every week just being one and zero, and it's, it's huge seeing the fan base there and – bringing some home to Clarksville that they haven't seen before. What was your first year here? First year was 2020. 20, so, the, so the spring Co- season. Spring season, yeah. So you played in the spring, so you went from that that year to the 21 season where we didn't, we weren't really in playoff contention. Yep. Last year just missed out. Yep. Now you're going to the playoffs. Yep. First time. How, how, do you, how, how excited are you about that? It's a surreal uh, feeling. I've, I've never been in the playoffs besides high school. My senior in high school, and that was the only really time. So it's a new feeling for me. But we obviously have some guys that came in who have a lot of playoff experience, and we have guys from other places that have played in a lot of playoff games, like uh, like a Darius Richmond, Darius Richmond, Incarnate yep. Word. And then you've got guys like Javon Young and Bryce Robinson who were here the last time we went yep. to the playoffs in 2019. It's crazy to think that somebody's still here from that team, but just two of them, just two of them, still hanging around. How are you going to use experience from guys that have been in the playoffs? You think for some of you newer guys? I mean, the first game at home might feel a little more normal since you're still at home yeah but you go on the road for a playoff game and i don't know it could just feel there could be a different feel to it yeah it's it's obviously a new season and coach wallen hits on that really well it's a new season everybody's zero and zero right now 
everything that you did in the regular season doesn't matter anymore because you're in the playoffs. It's a new year, and so our objective each week still want to know, doing what we can to win. I think uh, the big thing is, is you have the 24 best teams in the nation right now in the playoffs, so each week you're going to get everybody's best. Correct. It's uh, You're going to get their best shot. They're going to get our best shot. How is it's a, it's a weird week, too, because now you guys are staying here for Thanksgiving, yeah. which is what you want. Yeah. I told my mom in August, I said, I hope I don't see you on Thanksgiving. It means we're in the playoffs. The yeah. only reason I want to see her is if we get a first-round bye. Yeah. Didn't happen. We get to play another game at the fort, though, so who cares, right? Uh, let's talk about the bracket. Let's go start at the top. South Dakota State, obviously undefeated, reigning yep. champ. They're going to be the one seed. The rest of the national seeds are Montana. Um, number three is South Dakota. Number four is Idaho. Five is Albany. Six is Montana State. Seven is Furman. And eight is Villanova. Let's just worry about our section of the bracket right now. Austin P in a 2 p.m. Central Time kickoff, Saturday, November 25th at Fort Terra Stadium. Get your tickets. They are live on Ticketmaster. You can get to that link through letsgop.com. Go to the football schedule and click on tickets for that game. And like I said, Govs Chattanooga and in-state. Chattanooga was coming to Fort Terra Stadium to close the year next year, yep. making the trip a little earlier now. The winner of that one will play the number seven national seed at, that is Furman, and they will travel to Furman, South Carolina, or excuse me, Greenville, South Carolina, to play Furman in the second round. The winner of that game with Furman will play the, well, so drop it down one section of the bracket. Lafayette plays Delaware in the first round, and the winner of that game goes to Montana, and the winner of the game against Montana will play the winner of Austin Peay, Chattanooga, and Furman. Yep. Have, have you, were you here last time we played Chattanooga? I was in uh, 2021, yep. First ever win against Chattanooga back in 2021 for the Govs. It was a 30-20 to 20 game. I don't feel like it was ever that close, though. Like, it's a 10-point score, but I feel like we were ahead the whole game. Like, I don't, I don't like, feel like I remember being worried about that one. I think Jonathan Edwards had two or three interceptions. I think I remember that. We yeah. had a um, – oh, shoot, what's his name? He was the Kansas State transfer receiver. Caught a touchdown. DJ Render. DJ Render. Yep. I was going to say Reader, but I didn't think it was right. Render, yeah. Had a Cordell Jackson had a big day. A lot of tackles for loss in that one. Uh, what do you remember from that trip to Chattanooga? I, I just more so remember it was, you know, each week we like still try to prove ourselves. And Chattanooga is obviously a very historic team. They're historically good. And we knew coming into it that we're, we're facing a very good opponent. And I just remember, you know, meetings. We had to defend our – Defend our legacy and defend our pride really is because each week, obviously, you're going to get a team's best. You know, FCS games, each week's a pivotal week, and, you know, we had to come out and see where we played on a national level. That Chattanooga team finished third in the Southern Conference race. They received an at-large bid. They, I think they're one of the last four in, if I'm not mistaken. I might be wrong about that. The mocks were in the race for the SoCon title until week 10 when they lost to Furman, which is who is the second-round matchup would be against for the mm -hmm. winner of this game. Uh, the Paladins, did, like I said, the number seven seed. Chattanooga's been in the FCS playoffs uh, fifth, five times in, their, in the program history. Last time they were in was 2016. They were also in in 14, 15, 16. They won their first-round game in each of those three seasons. Their deepest run was in 2014. They were the number eight national seed and made it to the quarterfinals after winning that second-round game. Austin Peay and Chattanooga, separated by 180 miles, right down, right down I-24. Obviously, some of the first round is always regional with the pairing, but some of the good things about that is you get rivalry games, and maybe Austin Peay, Chattanooga, not historically a rival, never been in the same conference, never had to do that, but you're in the same state, Yep. and you're recruiting the same guys. Yep. 
and you've got the fans that are living together. So anytime you play an in-state team, it just means a little more. And you're from Tennessee, so you know that. Yes, sir. And were you recruited by Chattanooga? I mean, guys like you were probably recruited by a lot of in-state schools. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was recruited by Chattanooga a little bit my junior year, and things kind of fell off after that. But yeah, definitely like a lot of my friends. You know, there's some of my buddies that go to Chattanooga, obviously, and. Some of my buddies even go to Furman. Like, one of my best friends growing up, he goes to Furman, and he, he texts me, like, right after. And I was like, well, we got to worry about this week. Worry about the mocks first, right? Yeah. Have you heard from any of your friends at Chattanooga? Not yet, no. Not yet? No, maybe maybe a they're, they're probably in meetings just like us Locked in well. just like you guys, right? So you got the ring on here, I see. You've got grit written on your hand. What's that? Yeah, I just always, like, you know, I always draw something, like, on my wrist. Like, uh, I always do on my left hand. I put one, four, three, and it means I love you. And it just counts up all the letters. And I'll just put, like, my dad, my mom, my niece, you know, other people that are super significant to me. And I just started – I think I did it last week, and I just wrote grit on my hands because I just – I feel like, you know, you're playing football, you always have to have a little bit of grit about you. Because it's a gritty sport. And it's a hard sport to play. You know, it feels easy. Everybody would be doing it. So that's what kind of led me to do it. I had to do it on my wrist because I would do it on my finger tape, but it would, finger tape falls off. So. Yeah. O-linemen got to be real gritty, too. Can't, you're not a pretty boy out there catching passes, right? No. And they're doing the, doing the hard work. Yeah. All right, let's talk about after some of these big games, especially ones with flights, I've seen you grab the mic on the plane. What, uh, can we talk about your Stone Cold impressions? Yeah. How did we start this? So I just remember um, it started last fall camp. You know, obviously, Coach Wong's a huge WE fan, and you know I am as well. And I just remember always watching Stone Cold videos in high school and in college, and I just like would try and mimic his voice. And I don't know when it started. I think it was an offensive line meeting. We were waiting on a coach to get there, and I was just we we're all bored, just waiting around chatting. And I just started just going off on a Stone Cold Steve Austin promo, and I just remember. Devin Smith was doing, like, everybody started chanting Devin Smith's name, and he was doing a dance, and then they wanted me to get up there and dance. Well, I can't dance, so I had to think of something on the fly, and I started doing the Stone Cold impression. And throughout fall camp, you know, we would, they'd start chanting Stone Cold, so I'd just do some promos, and I'd love it because I, I think I'd do the voice real well. What? <laughs> and then so we get on the plane, and you just start hearing the Stone Cold chants, and I was like, well, I can't say no to the team. I feel like I'm letting the team down. So. Yeah, so you ran up to the front and grabbed the mic. Yep. I don't remember the Stephen F. Austin one. I remember – I wasn't even on the Southern Utah trip, but I have the video, and I can yep. still remember it. And you said, I've heard of a raven. I've heard of an eagle. Never heard of a thunderbird. <laughs> I haven't. You, uh, their coach uh, gave you a little fuel for that one too, huh? A little with the serviceable offensive line comment, calling J.J. a backup running back. It's – uh. You think people would learn, don't give this team any more chips on their shoulder. You guys kind of feed off it, huh? Yes, sir. You're a team that likes to be the underdog. You like to have people doubt you and yes, sir. come at you like that. What, what kind of led to that? It's more so like we always preach, like, your legacy's on the line, like, your culture, stuff like that. It's always on the line. It's always going to be tested. And so each and every week, like, we have to just take it. It just means a little bit more, and we always have to prove ourselves – and prove to each other, you know, that we're the team that really belongs here. And that's kind of how we take it week by week. So, like we said, Saturday, November 25th, 2 o'clock, Forterra Stadium. Tell me why the people need to be there. Obviously, it's a 
first playoff game since 2019. Uh, I think last time we we beat Furman in the first round. We beat hosted Furman in the first round. Beat them pretty good in that game. And obviously, that's when they went on a run to Sac State and then Montana end State. up falling to Montana State. It's a playoff game, so we need everybody there. Got to fill the fort again, just like last week. Yep. Second biggest crowd in program history. Let's beat that one. En enjoy your Thanksgiving. Spend time with your family. Bring the whole family S out. Saturday comes down. I'm sure tickets will probably have a sale on those. To come down. Spend an extra Thanksgiving with the Govs. Spend Thanksgiving with the Govs. You were talking about that 2019 team. That was a 42-6 to win in the first round against Furman. Then a 42-28 to win at number three national seed Sacramento State. And then a 24-10 to loss to Montana State. Let me tell you, if this run is anywhere near as fun as that one, you're going to have the time of your life. Oh, yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, let's talk about you, though. What have you been up to since your last time on the PCAS? You're student teaching, I hear. Yeah, I, uh, I really want to be a SPED teacher. You know, I always had a coach, a mentor in high school. He did it, and he was an offensive line coach. And I eventually want to teach high school, high school kids and coach high school football. And that's kind of like where I fell in love with the passion and the – Ed profession, you know, obviously the College of Education people, like all those professors, the deans, everybody over there, even the students, like it, it really is like everybody's all in, like we're all bought in together and it's one of the best like relationships you can have with like each of your professors, like you have a relationship with your friends there and everybody just wants to get better and the professors there, like they'll do anything to help you. They really want to see like their students succeed because they're teachers as well and we always talk about like teachers that's their Super Bowl like that's what they love to do that's their passion so they're obviously going to give you everything they can to help you out as a student so you've got how many semesters left you, next semester your big student next semester is my student teaching semester and I will be graduating the spring and then grad school you said it earlier before we got started you're a academic senior like a red shirt COVID sophomore yeah, junior it's weird. senior nobody knows what you are it's weird because how many years do you have left to play? That's the easier way. After to this year, I'll have two years. So you've got two years of eligibility left after this year. That's just the easier way to go about yep. it at this point. Classes on the website are kind of wild because you can get guys to come in as a graduate and then they stay and play three years. Yeah. Mike DeLillo gets here as a graduate, plays two full seasons. It's just – it's weird now. It's weird with that extra year. All right, Tred. Anything else before we uh, get back to work? Uh, just – also, just want to give a shout out to Coach Caster. You know, he's he came in in the spring, and you know he just he asked us to let us you know be his coach and you know just trust him. And we bought in, we trusted him, and he's he's been doing a great job with leading us up front. And also, Jalen Armstrong, our our starting center. He's not a big vocal guy, but you always notice when fifty fives are on the field. You know, oh, he he plays hard. Up. He leads the offense line up front. He makes all the right calls. He's just True professional at what he does. Is well, Caster's what your third? Is it second or third offensive line coach since you've been here? That's a that's honestly a sure question. I had I got to count them. Up. I really do have to count my fingers. He should. If we want to be technical, like seven, but in reality he's my fourth one. Okay. How? What have you no, learned? No, he's my fifth one. What have you learned from Coach Caster? That uh, just something new. You know, he always just always talks about like. Defending our culture, you know, each week he he kind of started that with us, and we, you know, obviously we spread it out to the team. He, each and every week, like your culture's on the line, like what you do, it's always going to be tested. And he really he gets the most out of you as a player, and he knows like what to do, what to say, and 
anytime we're having a bad day or a great day, like he keeps us steady in the boat and we're always playing hard for him. You're a center. Yep. Coach Castro was a center. Yep. He snapped for Patrick Mahomes. And Baker Mayfield. And Baker Mayfield. Talk about just do you pick that guy's brain about some of that stuff? Like what what what, what like experiences he shared with you about that? <sighs> well it's funny, you know, we always just we'll look up old videos of him getting interviewed or videos of him playing and you know, sometimes we'll mock him about stuff he said in interviews, which is we were doing it today. I was just asking the questions from an interview he had when he was playing and you know, it's more so like you kind of see like, you know, he's playing. He played with two guys who play at the highest level, and yeah, you know, obviously being in the offense, I think at the time Cliff Kingsbury was the OC or head coach yeah. at Texas Tech, yep. and so you know that's a very high, like high paced, high scoring offense, and you know, you're just kind of seeing like him taking what he knew there and like what he knew from all of his years as coaching, and it's really made me a smarter player, and you know, I. It's helped me – I'm trying to think. It's helped me, like, trust myself more. You know, he always just do – like, he always just says, he's like, Tread, just make the right call and go with it and just trust yourself, son. You'll be all right. And then, you know, I I just do that. You know, I don't really try to overthink myself, which that's something I used to do in the past being a player. You know, you're trying to make everything perfect, but it's more so, like, if we're all wrong, we're all right. And you can't go wrong there. You seem to be pretty good at the impressions of Stone Cold and your coaches. Um, yeah, I'm a big impressions guy. Who does the best caster impression? It would either be me, uh, Brendan Smith. Brendan Smith does a great job. You know, we always – I would honestly say probably everybody in the offensive line room does a good job. I was going to say, I feel like the O-linemen kind of mess with their position coach more than most of the other yeah. guys. Yeah. I mean, he's an O-lineman, you're an O-lineman, you're just one big O-line family, right? Yes, sir. Talk about um, – Actually, don't talk about it. I have a question. <laughs> has he ever FaceTimed Patrick Mahomes or Baker Mayfield? He has not. That Could would be really cool, though. Do you cool think though. he could pull that one off? What do you get an answer from Patrick Mahomes? See, we got to think, though. Patrick Mahomes, he's a professional. He's he's worried about you know his NFL job. and Not worried about his old center from back in the day? He probably he, he could probably get Patrick Mahomes on the phone. We'd have to ask him. you got to think about this now. If you get him to FaceTime Patrick Mahomes, Decent shot you're seeing Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey these days. Probably, yeah. You might you might have to talk him into that one day. We'll have to, yeah. I was going to say, if I if you can talk your way back onto the PCAST, you can talk. I could talk him to FaceTime Patrick You can Patrick talk him Holmes. into getting yeah. Patrick Mahomes on the phone, right? Yes, sir. When are we going to get Patrick Mahomes in a game to see his old boy? That's the real question. That's the real question, right? All right, last chance. Like I said, I asked you to do it earlier. Sell me on uh, tickets. Get out to the fort, right? Yes, sir. Let's go P.com backslash buy tickets. Ticketmaster. Tickets are already on sale, I think, right here. Tickets on sale. They are the NCA does do everything with tickets for this one, so we are just the sellers of the tickets. We, I don't, I don't know if we can run the five dollars sales like we have in the past, um, but who cares? Who cares? You're gonna want to come see the Govs here at Fort Terra Stadium. Yep. Gonna be a great game, big weekend, hopefully a big crowd. Playing an in-state team, you never know. Chattanooga might bring, yep. might bring some fans, so you got to outnumber them. You know, it's only I think a three-hour drive for them. Yeah, right over the mountain. Yep. Talk about that crowd this weekend. Big. It was loud, huh? Yeah, it was. Scotty said in his interview yesterday, they told us to cut the music earlier. It didn't matter. They were just as loud, got that yeah. false start. You know, it's it's like something you don't really think about. It's But when, like, when you're on the sideline and defense is on the field, that's usually when our crowd's going and you can't really hear. You know, the guy next to you, that's when you know it's really loud. You guys are over there trying to make adjustments and you can't, you're yelling in yeah. each other's ears just to hear. All right, Trev. 
Thank you for taking time to come over and be back on the be on the come back and be on the podcast if I can use my words here. Uh, excited to watch you play this weekend. Yes, sir. Let's get it done. Let's get another win. I say what? Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Ten in a row. Why not? Everybody, be at the fourth this weekend. Uh, thanks for listening to the PCast. So long. <laughs>